Hey everybody, before we jump into today's episode, we have a fan review from Apple Podcasts that I want to give a shout out to. So this review comes from Ms. Kelsey Wood and it says, every time a new episode drops, it makes my day. With a variety of musical genres, there's something here for everyone. If you need a distraction during your week, who doesn't? Give the Notes of Goats podcast to listen. You won't be disappointed. Thank you, Brandon and Steve, for bringing both the comedic relief and value we all need this year. Thank you, Kelsey, for giving this review on Apple Podcasts and giving us that five-star rating. Guys, if you want to hear your review on a future episode of the podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, write us a review, and you will hear it. I guarantee it. All right, guys, that's it for me right now. Have a great rest of your day and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Notes McGoats podcast with your hosts, Brandon Alberta and Steve Madol. I hope you put your heavy-duty denim on, because this podcast is a knee-slapper. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas to all you fools out there today. What is up? We are Brandon and Steve from the Notes Mogowitz podcast. So we're an album review podcast who uh, did a really fun thing this December, and we decided we're going to do 12 that's right, 12 podcasts. 12 podcasts. 12 times I'm going to tell Lars he sucks at wow. least. Yeah, that's a, that's a record. That's like 30 seconds in. Yeah. So, I didn't even think we're 30 seconds in. No. Nope. Going forward, very first one, episode 8. By yep. the end of this, we will be at 20 or 19. Something like not that. Like, yeah. Still, st- Counting is still not my forte. No. Nope. Uh, That's we're all right. Get there, though. We'll get there. But we are getting get close. We are double digits at the end of this deal. Yeah, we eventually. are. So yeah, Brandon. Yeah. Number one. Number what are we one. Doing today. Yeah. Uh, day one of what we are calling the twelve pods of Christmas. Um, we are doing the 2011 release of Michael Bublé's Christmas album entitled Christmas. Quick, simple, and to the point. Quick, simple, and to the point. And I, it was good. Um, Gotta love Canadians, man. Yeah. They just, they just get it out there. Right. So if y'all didn't know, Mike Mike Bublé, Michael Bublé is a Canadian. I, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it, it makes sense. F- very nice guy. Very, have, you, have you met him? I've seen him on TV. He seems like a really nice dude. Yeah, he does. Really laid he back. He kind of has that like really nice, like, aw shucks kind of dude. Yeah. I mean, like, he kind of looks like he'd be really nice. Kind of like John Mayer looks like he'd be really nice. But in all person, John Mayer is actually a douchebag. Right. So Yeah, Michael Bublé seems like the kind of guy where if he, like spills something on your counter as a guest he would just say huh, oopsie yeah <laughs> sorry yeah yeah and he would go he would go straight into his canadian accent and i would have yeah. to laugh and tell me he's adorable yeah exactly and then he would just blush yes awesome so yeah um these just to kind of give you guys a little background as we get into these 12 pods of christmas uh these are gonna be shorter episodes because yeah they're just gonna be shorter episodes so that's we're just, doing 12 of them, we're guys. doing 12 of them so we need to space out our time because we do have family and friends and holiday parties to get to this month not not really no because of covid yeah because that's still a thing it is still and a it thing. will be a thing that's Hopefully okay by the time this podcast airs not a thing anymore pretty it, much still a thing it'll be a thing yeah damn it 
Yeah. So, Steve, let's get uh, let's just jump right in, man. Jump right so into what, the Christmas booble. Uh, as I'm and I'm actually just gonna call him his his American name is Mike Bubble. Mike Bubble. So good old Mike Bubble America. Yep. So have you heard this? Have you heard this album? I've prior? heard tracks. Okay. Of it. I mean, everybody's heard tracks from this one because I mean, elevator is, music commercials, yeah, TV, TV, everything. Uh, he's been everywhere. So I mean, department stores. Yeah, yeah the guys, the, the guys everywhere. And yep. this is it's been out since 2011. It's right. 51 minutes is the runtime on it. It goes pretty quick. <laughs> what I thought was actually fun is this one won the Canadian Grammy. It's not called oh. the Canadian Grammy. It's actually called the Juno Award for Best Album of the Year. A Christmas album for Best Album of yes. the Year. Yes. Interesting. Just, I will, he Interesting. beat out the year. It was 2012. Yeah. And he beat out Drake. Oh, wow. Avril Lavigne. Justin freaking Bieber. Wow. Biebs. <laughs> and I can't believe he lost this, guys. But Nickelback was a nominated, guys, for Album of the Year. Because that shows I you mean, that Canada's way too damn nice. Yeah. Because it was like 2012. So it was really cruddy Nickelback, too. Yeah. But that was when Nickelback was still in their prime-ish. Not 2012, dude. No, there oh, can be no way. It's, it's, right. They were primish on for Canada. Coming, yeah, they were on up. the come up in Canada, apparently. Yeah, they that was like late. the photograph album. No, right? photograph was like 2006. Oh, okay. This was the end of Nickelback's career when everybody in the U.S. is making fun of him. Canada want to be nice. Oh, okay. It's okay, guys. We'll get you the album of the year. You know, mm-hmm. throw you in next to Avril, who's also like 14 years past her prime. Yeah. But Drake's here, so it's okay. We're cool. Yeah. He was into grassy. But I don't know how I would feel if I was any of those other guys losing to a stinking Christmas album. Mike, well, I mean, but Mike was probably happy about it. So it's, yeah, you know. Yeah, heck yeah. But yeah, he, it's the only ever album to win the album of the year. It's a Christmas album for the Interest, Juno Awards. Interesting. So that was a fun thing that I thought was good. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like I said, it's 12, 13 tracks. Uh, 15. 15 tracks. Look at 15 me. 15 tracks. Show prep. Yeah. No, I guess it it goes by easy. It goes by quick. It's a really fun holiday listen. Mm-hmm. Um, not a it's it's a great Christmas album. Just kind of yeah. all encompass Christmas album. Absolutely. Well, um. So what what were your first thoughts kind of on the album? Yeah, on the album, I I I liked it. I like that Michael Bublé is definitely kind of one of those jazz type artists. He, you know, more laid back, kind of smooth, kind of vibing. So the thing that I really liked, or just kind of overall with this, is. The different jazz breaks that they had mm-hmm. kind of during the tracks, the just the less vocals, more of that big band feel uh, that always stand up bass in there. Oh yeah, heck yeah! It got it, you know, it kind of gets you into that groove and feeling. And just thinking about that, I think the one that really kind of came to mind was the second track of the album, which was Santa Claus is Coming to Town because okay. he, because that one was really kind of banging and popping, and so yeah, that was that was kind of my first big like, oh yeah, man, big band. Oh, I liked yeah. it. For sure. Uh, yeah. So did you have like a, a, a standout? Just kind of, I mean, we'll go into deep cuts in a minute. But. Yeah. So my, my favorite track, I had two, but I mean, I mean, the very first, my favorite track on this whole album is the Christmas song. It's just Christmas. It's called Just Christmas. The Baby Please Come Home? The one, uh, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Uh, it's just called Christmas yeah. on the album. So, but it's one I think one he kind of put together. Okay. It's upbeat. It's fun. It, it, yeah. It's really quick. It makes you kind of want to dance and move and like be. It's really happy music. It's really good, like really upbeat, quick music. Yeah. So I, I loved that track. And the other one I like was the uh, chestnuts roasting on the open fire. The, the oh, it's yeah. called the Christmas song, as they call that one. Yeah. But and that one was the other way around. It was a classic Christmas song. Yeah. Super slow. Kind of made you just think of like hanging out on the couch with the fam. Yeah. You know, on Christmas Day or just, you know, around the time. Right. Just being together, hanging out. It's kind of one of those, you'll, 
he did he did Nat King Cole correct like correct on that one. I think that yeah, was a for sure. Thing. I'm gonna just uh, I'll tell you that your favorite track and my favorite track are the exact same. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's it, which is not surprising. Just I'm echoing off of you. Another upbeat song, right? It's kind of it fit. It's like right in the middle of the album too. It's kind of a big jazz presence because that's that's a big thing for me. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, jazz is a big thing. Always has been. So and it's just a festive tune. Yeah for for that that season for the season so so we've got favorite now we got to go to the other side of the spectrum here steve yeah yeah but do you have a least favorite oh yeah i do yeah so there's two and the first one is uh white christmas with shania twain really i didn't like it okay i felt like shania just needed to let's go girls and just get on this we'll just stay the country stuff because i yeah. just felt it felt forced on her part okay um that she didn't mix very well with mike so it was kind of one of those things I just felt like they're, and it was a single, so it was actually yeah. a radio play single for the for them. I think 2012, 2013. I just didn't like the way they worked together. Um, I didn't like her voice with his. It just did, it didn't sit well with me. I, it just okay. My other one was all I want for Christmas because all right, guys, I'm gonna try my best not to swear during these 12 pods very much, so the f bomb shouldn't be coming out very often. Hallelujah! But yeah, praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I need some Jesus. <laughs> but he's talking to me right now, right now, everybody. So, yeah. um, I can't stand this song, and it's funny because I say just that. this song on the album or in no, general that song. Okay, because it's it's Mariah, man. It's what yeah. it's Mariah, and it's funny because in a couple pods, I will tell you off the bat, I'm gonna tell it's it's gonna be a favorite track on on one of these albums because they did it really well. Yeah, but I can't, I just can't get past it. Every time I right. hear it, I want to just put an ice pick through my eardrum because Mariah just killed me on that. And I, I used to work in retail, man. Yeah. Play oh, all constantly. the time. All the time. So the only time I actually liked that song before this next, before the couple artists from now is the Love Actually version with the little girl who sings it. Yeah. And the little, little English boy drummer behind him. Yeah. Like better drummer that. than Lars Ulrich. Sure. Because he sucks. Yep. That was, that's the only really version that I particularly liked until I heard this one in, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Or a couple days, actually. Damn, couple days. three a week. It's three a um, week. But it just, I, that song just grates me. It has to be done completely different than what Mariah did it for me to even consider it. Yeah, for and sure. And Mike put his own spin on it, but it just, I just, I didn't like it. Yeah. Now, I can see that. Um, My least favorite track, I got to go with Santa Baby. And the uh-huh. only, and the reason why is beca- mainly because, yeah, mainly because the the interpretation of the song because it's normally sung by a woman as a sensual thing to santa whether santa is literally the fat white guy that we see or their husband? Hu- the husband or whatever but little some song i didn't side, so. i didn't i mean if that's buble's thing fine whatever but just the fact that he was like santa buddy and it's like it was a christmas list man yeah he wanted I a know, yacht. I know. I get. I mean, I it's get fun it. Stuff. I know. But just taking it from what it originally was, it just it was not my cup of tea. I feel you. Okay. Yeah. So that's what that was. So yeah. Uh, going. We're just gonna go right to it. Um, it's the dark horses. Yeah, What's the you, deep what, cuts. What dark your, horses. What was your kind of like one that was back in there? Now this one surprised my. It surprised myself mm-hmm. when I when I was taking notes on mm-hmm. it. It's Blue Christmas. Yeah, the reason why is because I hate the Elvis version. Dude, Mariah, I'm telling you. Yeah, I hate the Elvis version, but I surprised myself, like I said, um, I, I because I really just always change it when it's on the radio because I can't stand. Uh 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 blue. I'm just well, I at can't. Least Mike didn't try to go that route. Yeah. Oh, right. 
Um, but the way that he uh, that he he arranged the track with the jazz, mm-hmm. with that feel, um, it's really just something that I just couldn't ignore. That it was like, man, it's that's that's pretty good. It's a good take on it. Your interpretation of it, making it his own. I, I that's that's one that I, I would kind of gear people toward if they haven't heard any of these tracks before. And if you haven't, then where have you been? So great. Yeah. All right, Steve, what about you, man? So I loved Jingle Bells. Um, okay. With the, the backup vocals, the, the girl backup vocals in there. Read a little bit about this song. And the, the thing is, he actually did it in like an homage to Bing Crosby. Because this is actually kind of a, a remake of a Bing Crosby version of it from the 40s. Where yeah. they did some female vocalists and they did it big band style and just kind of that like doo wop, like kind of feel of it. I yeah. loved it. I was just like, oh, because you guys are going to hear a lot of the same songs. We're going to talk about a lot of the same songs, different yeah. artists doing them, some really, really good, some not so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, he, he kind of put his own spin in all the songs. And like Mr. Brandon, I actually liked Santa Baby or Santa Buddy. Yeah. Uh, just because okay. I thought it was quirky. Um, I okay. thought, you know, he took a song that was primarily a woman's song yeah, um, and did something with it a little bit differently. I was actually kind of impressed that one song was not on this track. It was on this album being 2011. I figured it'd be on there with somebody, but I'm kind of surprised they didn't do Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, yeah. Because of the time period. I mean, I wouldn't That's see sure. people doing it now. Well, right. it kind of got canceled. Yeah. But I was kind of surprised that wasn't on this one. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, just because it's a, it, it, it kind of hits. It's an airplay thing for well until about last year, right? And then it stopped. And then it stopped. For, yeah, for lots of different. And for yes, different we won't things. get into that. It's no. only it's only a short pod today, guys. It we're not going to get into short, We're not going to uh, get minutia. into yeah all of that sort of stuff. The album is is good top to bottom. Even our bad tracks are just nitpicky. I mean, we had to find something we didn't like. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where I have one. I have a final thought when you're done. Yeah. That kind of is definitely nitpicky. So am I starting with the final thoughts? You go for it. Yeah. So my honest thought was the album should have ended with Ave Maria instead of Feliz Navidad. Not that Feliz Navidad is bad. I also just don't like that song. But I understand ending your album kind of more upbeat. It makes sense. But I think a different song would have been better in that spot. I don't know what, but I think Ave Maria, even finishing on that, his his the long tones and long holds of notes and stuff, just ending the album kind of like that. The classic Italian. The classic Italian, you just very, yeah, I think that would, for me, would have been like, oh yeah, that was a great way to end. Uh, that's just kind of my final thought. We'll give ratings here in a second, but what's your final thought there, Steve? Ave Maria, Ave Maria, that one bored me, just because it's just my personal, I don't know. Sure. My kind of final thought is it's it, this is this is kind of a a solid Christmas album to have in your repertoire. I mean, definitely have something on repeat, throwing in the you know a Pandora mix or Spotify mix and have it running running through with with a bunch of other ones, and it'll you'll kind of run through it really good. Yeah, Mike and we're, I'm calling him Mike now. He's a buddy of mine. We're gonna talk this out. Mike is he's our generation's Frank Sinatra. Like he just yeah. is, and he isn't that yeah. old. No, and he's just he's just out there. He doesn't. He's about, he's about your age, maybe a little older. Yeah, I think he's probably late late thirties, forties. Okay. So not 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 super old. I mean, but he's he can be around for forty more years, easy. Easily. I mean, especially the crooner style, it doesn't go away, and he right. br- he brings it back to something like our grandparents would love. But also, if you like music, and you like jazz, and you like just how things are arranged. It's it's keeping that style alive, and I love that. I love not being able, not losing your past. Yep. 
and he just he does it well and like i said he's he he appears to be an all-around nice dude so i kind of like he's the crooner style with all the gangster stuff because <laughs> yeah but yeah so um i'll guess i'll go with my rating on this one so christmas by uh good old mike bubble mike bublay yeah i gave it eight i gave it eight goats okay i went i went uh kind of high but i felt it was such a well-rounded album that with with so many different things in the radio and you see it was probably what i went for right yeah, overall, a good Christmas album. There's nothing too terrible about it. I mean, it, it was pretty cookie cutter with, you know. Safe. It was very it was very safe, which is fine. Safe for us, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to give it seven goats out of ten. Still, uh, you know, 70%. It's passing grade. Well, he didn't even get a half a goat, guys. He did, I'm trying to stay away from the half goat <sighs> unless it really, unless a, it really, like, kills mm. in a good way or kills in, or in a bad way. I might... Slaughter some half goats. a goat sliding scale. Yeah. Okay. Like so it. I'm trying to keep it as whole goats as possible. So, yeah. So guys, that is day one of the twelve pods of Christmas. Yeah. Keep an eye out for the next one coming out on Wednesday. Uh, actually, is no. It? I think this first week is going to be a little different. Oh yeah, because it's the first. Because it is. Yeah, it's a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. It's Thursday, a couple days from now, guys. You're gonna hear us again. Talk yeah. about some more fun stuff. Yeah. But uh, check out our Facebook at Notes for Goats Podcast. All of the, uh, we do post on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter uh, the album art yep. uh, to start the week off. And for these podcasts, because we are doing, we're doing three a week, guys, we are going to post all three albums or topics on Sunday um, just so you are aware of what's coming. Yep. Um, so you can kind of listen if you want to, or you kind of got an idea of what you want to listen to. Right. And because I have because I have a day job and I can't keep posting every single day of what's coming. The and day I do so. as well, but I am yeah. also able to talk, cut, talk and contact and play and have fun. So, yeah, unlike Mr. No Fun over there. I know it. <laughs> so. All right, guys. Well, that has been this uh, Notes My Goats podcast. Uh, I am Brandon. I am Steve. And we will see you guys in a couple days. Merry Christmas once again, guys. Bye. Bye.